Praise be to God. I hope you're safe. I hope the Lord has kept you safe and sound. This is a day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad in it. Thank you for joining us for our time of the study of the word. And here we study the Bible. We aim to study from the book of Genesis to Revelation. And we pray that the Lord works in your life. We pray that the Lord comes out in your life. That the Lord heals your life. That the Lord restores your life. That the Lord sets you free. And through the word of the Lord, we can see this come to pass. Through the word of the Lord, chains are broken. And uh, here we believe that there is no limitation to revelation. May God reveal his word to you today. May there be revelation that comes your way. We've done 25 books of the Bible. And uh, if you've not been able to listen to these books that we've done, you can find them on all podcast platforms like Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, name it. You'll find all episodes there. And I believe the Lord shall speak to you even as you listen. And he shall reveal his word to you because there is no limitation to revelation. God comes out and he gives us his word. And it's new every morning. A new message for every season, for everybody. And today we want to continue with our book of Ezekiel. We've done 30 chapters. I want to start today with chapter 31. We were looking yesterday at Egypt. Judgment over Egypt. Once a great nation now told, there will be no more. They will not rise up to the top again. It's like judgment to them that your days of glory are gone. And chapter 31 still continues in a similar manner, talking about Egypt. Yeah, And uh, it says in the 11th year, in the third month, on the first of the month, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, say to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to his hordes, whom... Are you like in your greatness? Hmm? Ask him, whom does he compare himself to? Because, you know, we have all these comparisons. Yeah, some compare themselves to kings. I'm a king. I am the best that has ever been. I am like so and so, or even greater than that person. So, they're asking Pharaoh here, who do you think you are like in greatness? Some even say they are like God. Or even greater than God. Yeah? So Pharaoh is being asked here. Whom are you like in your greatness? Behold, Assyria was like a cedar in Lebanon with beautiful branches and a forest shed and a very high and its top was made among the clouds. They are talking about Assyria. Assyria, remember, is the superpower that came and captured Israel. Yeah, it took over Israel. Those are the ten tribes. That's before Babylon comes and overthrows Assyria. So, Assyria was great. They're giving here its um, greatness. Of course, some is poetic, and some of the words that will be spoken here about Assyria may be in comparison yeah, to greatness that has ever lived. Yeah, but all here is poetic and trying to bring out the fact that Assyria was indeed a great nation. So he says, The waters made it grow. The deep made it high. With its rivers, it continually extended all around its planting place. 
and sent out its channels to all the trees of the field. Yeah? So they were plentiful in water. Therefore, its height was loftier than all the trees of the field, and its boughs became many, and its branches long because of many waters as it spread them out. Yeah? It was greater than all nations. Yeah, the buildings there, the setup there, they had raised beautiful architectural structures. They looked greater than all other countries. All the birds of the heavens nested in its boughs. Yeah? The great would come and stay there. The wealthy would come and camp there. If they wanted to go on a holiday, Assyria was a place. Vacation, Assyria was a place. Yeah? And he goes on and says, And under its branches all the beasts of the field gave birth, and all great nations lived under its shed. All the meetings that would be carried out for the empire would happen there. Egypt would come, India would come, Europe would come. They would say, we are going to Assyria. That's our place. While we are there, we will be taken care of. We'll have the best delicacies. We'll eat perfect. We will sleep perfect. We shall swim after. They had all good as Assyria. All nations lived under its shed. They controlled all nations. The nations paid tribute to them. All nations would inquire of Assyria before they do anything. Hmm? So it was beautiful in its greatness, in the length of its branches, for its roots extended to many waters. Yeah, their control would reach all places. Yeah, and they would feed from all places. All nations under their control would contribute to their revenue. They would pay tribute. So, it was growing. The roots were growing out of the revenues of other nations. Yeah? The waters reaching as far as they could. Yeah? The cedars in God's garden could not match it. The cypress could not compare with its brows. And the plain trees could not match its branches. No tree in the garden, in God's garden, could compare with it in its beauty. I made it beautiful with the multitude of its branches and all the trees of Eden which were in the garden of God were jealous of it. Yeah, Now there is even comparison to Eden itself that, hey, this Assyria was greater. It was mightier. It looked more beautiful, even more beautiful than the garden of God himself. That's the comparison that is being given here. Yeah, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because... It is high in stature and has set its top among the clouds and its heart is haughty in its loftiness. Therefore, I will give it into the hand of a despot of the nations. He will thoroughly deal with it. Of course, Nebuchadnezzar came and dealt with it. Alien tyrants of the nations have cut it down and left it. Now they're telling us what has happened after they have overthrown it, after Babylon has taken over. They're saying, alien tyrants have left it down. On the mountains and in all the valleys, its branches have fallen, and its boughs have been broken in all the ravines of the land. And all the people of the earth have gone down from its shade and left it. People who used to nest there, people who used to run there for refuge, people who used to run there for all 
economic activity have run out because there is no hope in Assyria. On its ruin, all the birds of the heaven will dwell and all the beasts of the field will be fall, its fallen branches so that all the trees by the waters may not be exalted in their stature nor set up their top among the clouds nor their well-watered mighty trees stand erect in their height. Yeah? For they have all been given over to death to the earth beneath among the sons of men with those who go down to the pit. Thus says the Lord God, On the day when it went down to Shoal, I caused lamentations. On the fall of Assyria, there were lamentations. I closed the deep over it and held back its rivers. And its many waters were stopped up. And I made Lebanon mourn for it. And all the trees of the field wilted away on account of it. Even the dependents suffered by its fall. Hmm? I made the nations quake at the sound of its fall when I made it go down to shoal with those who go down to the pit and the well-watered trees of Eden. The choicest of Lebanon were comforted in the earth beneath. They also went down with it to shoal to those who were slain by the sword and those who were its strength lived under its shed among the nations to which among the trees of Eden are youth thus equal in glory and greatness. Asking now the people of Egypt, the Pharaoh of Egypt, are you great like Eden? Because one who seemed greater than Eden, I brought down. That's what he's asking. Yet you'll be brought down with the trees of Eden to the earth beneath. You will lie in the midst of the uncircumcised. With those who were slain by the sword, so is Pharaoh and all his hosts, declares the Lord God. Saying, Pharaoh and all the might that you feel and all the greatness that you think you have, you're going down. There's no greatness in you. You're going down. Equal yourself to whatever you want. You're going down. The only person deserving of glory and honor is the Almighty God. It doesn't matter how many people you know. They are leaders. They are people who claim to be great. It doesn't matter their greatness. What matters is the Almighty God. And the moment they don't take God as supreme... The moment they don't exalt God as supreme, they're exposing themselves to a fall. And it is a great fall that comes along with people who disobey God, with people who take God, take God for granted, with people who don't honor the Almighty God, comes a great fall. And it's clear here that as it happened for Assyria, it is going to happen for Egypt as well. He continues even in chapter 32. Still about Egypt. They gave Egypt quite some time. Hmm? In the twelfth year, in the twelfth month, on the first of the month, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation over Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and say to him, You compared yourself to a young lion of the nations, yet you are like the monster in the seas. And you burst forth in your rivers and muddied the waters with your feet and fouled the rivers. Yeah, rivers. That's where people are getting their fish, getting uh, water to take care of their households. For you, you came and just made it that. You know, some people, when they're in leadership, when they're the ones in control, they mess it up for everybody else. That's what the Pharaoh was doing here. Since I'm in charge, I'll mess it up. You won't get any waters with you. I will make them muddy. Hmm? And that's one thing 
we have to be very aware of that if God has blessed you, you don't use that as an opportunity to frustrate the lives of others. You don't. Because God has, there's been prosperity that has come in your life, then you look at everybody else as useless. That you don't care about their needs. You don't care if they will need that water to take care of their households. You just come and mess it up. Look and consider others. Consider their lives. Consider their needs. Even after being blessed, Pharaoh, as great as he was, saying he's a lion, he would come and mess up the rivers. Thus says the Lord God. Now I'll spread my net over you with a company of many peoples, and they shall lift you up in my net. I will leave you on the land. I will cast you on the open field. I will cause all the birds of the heavens to dwell on you, and I will satisfy the beasts of the whole earth with you. I will lay your flesh on the mountains and fill the valleys with your refuse. I will also make the land drink the discharge of your blood as far as the mountains and the rivers will be full of you. And when I extinguish you, I will cover the heavens and darken their stars. I will cover the sun with the cloud and the moon will not give its light. All the shining night lights in the heavens will I will darken over you, and I will set darkness on your land, declares the Lord. He says, because of how mighty you've been and how oppressive you've been, I'm going to teach you a lesson. I will also trouble the hearts of many peoples when I bring your destruction among the nations into the lands which you have not known. I will take you and spread you all over. That's what he's saying. I will make many peoples appalled at you, And their kings will be horribly afraid of you when I brandish my sword before them. And they will tremble every moment, every man for his own life on the day of your fall. For thus says the Lord God, the sword of the king of Babylon, hmm? the sword of Nebuchadnezzar, that's what they're telling him, will come upon you. By the swords of all the mighty ones, I will cause your hordes to fall. All of them, are tyrants of the nations, and they will devastate the pride of Egypt, and all its hordes will be destroyed. I will destroy all its cattle from beside my waters, and the foot of man will not muddy them anymore, and the hoofs of beasts will not muddy them. He says, I will come out and stop that glory that you felt you have, the destruction that you've been causing others. I will stop it. And when we are not careful, when we do not respond to warnings from God, specifically concerning others and how we treat others, there is a time that comes that you cannot step over them anymore. God comes and makes sure of that. Then I'll make the waters settle and will cause their rivers to run like oil, declares the Lord. Days of suffering can come to an end. Days of oppression can come to an end. And I don't know who is affected of somebody who is listening to me today. That they've trampled over you. They've made your waters muddy. They've said you cannot succeed. They've made your life hell. That time can end. God says it here and tells it to Pharaoh. That I'm going to make their waters settle. Those people you've made to suffer. Their waters are going to settle. Those people you've made to suffer. Their rivers are going to run like oil. 
And that's one thing that God promises for our lives. Doesn't matter how tricky it is. Doesn't matter how bad it seems like. God promises to come and make your life perfect and give you hope and declare good things upon your life. When I make the land of Egypt a desolation and the land is destitute of that which filled it, when I smite all those who live in it, then I shall know. They shall know. Then they shall know. They shall know that I am the Lord. Sometimes people do not get to know that it is God and his almighty until judgment has come upon them. He says, they shall know that I am the Lord. This is a lamentation. And they shall chant it. The daughters of the nations shall chant it. Over Egypt and over all her hordes, they shall chant it, declares the Lord. In the twelfth year, on the fifteenth of the month, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, wail for the hordes of Egypt and bring it down. Her and her daughters, daughters of powerful nations to the netherworld, with those who go down to the pit, whom do you surpass in beauty? Go down and make your bed with the uncircumcised. They shall fall in the midst of those who are slain by the sword. She is given away. The strong among the mighty ones shall speak of him. And his helpers from the midst of Sheol, they have gone down. And they still, they lie still. The uncircumcised slain by the sword. Assyria is there and all our company. Eh? Assyria is right there. They are talking about Assyria. That she is there with all our company. Hmm? Her graves are round about her. All of them are slain, fallen by the sword, whose graves are set in the remotest parts of the pit, and her company is round her grave. All of them are slain, fallen by the sword, who spread terror in the land of the living. Assyria was great. It was a superpower. It was mighty. But their time is done. And they are being told here, those that appeared great, Assyria as they were, conquerors, they are no more. That problem that you've been having, that scenario that has always come to haunt you, a time comes when it is no more. And I declare that upon your life today. That may the loving kindness of God, may the favor of God come and fill your life. That which has been oppressing you, may it be broken in the name of Jesus. And a time comes, however strong Assyria was, they caused many troubles to people. They brought a lot of sorrow to people. They killed many people. But right now, as he's speaking, they are no more. In this time of Ezekiel, it's Babylon ruling. And of course, Babylon also did a lot of its troubles. It did a lot of mess. But also them, their judgment is coming. The things that oppress us in life. This is the beauty. God comes out and repays. The things that you feel are not working out in your life. The day shall come and they shall be history. They shall be buried. That disease will be buried in the name of Jesus. That hopelessness will be buried in the name of Jesus. That lack of jobs will be buried in the name of Jesus. That life where you feel like nobody cares and you feel like you're not progressing and you're looking for a family, you can't find it. You're looking for a child, you can't find them. A day is coming and it is soon, declares the Lord, that it will be history and good shall come in your life and you shall testify of how God has been 
good. And it's coming. The promise is there for you. Elam is there. And all her hordes around her grave. All of them slain. Fallen by the sword. Who went down uncircumcised to the lower parts of the earth. Who instilled their terror in the land of the living. And bore their disgrace with those who went down to the pit. They have made a bed for her among the slain with all her hordes. Her graves are around it. They are all uncircumcised, slain by the sword. Although their terror was instilled in the land of the living, and they bore their disgrace with those who go down to the pit, they were put in the midst of the slain. We are told of other nations as well. Meshosh, Tubal, and all their hordes are there. Their graves surround them. All of them were slain by the sword. Yeah, we are told here, all these people, all these nations that had uh, some history with them, yeah, and the people that would always even move with them and excite them, all those who supported them, they are gone. Yeah? Nor do they lie beside the fallen, heroes of the uncircumcised, who went down to shore with their weapons, of war and whose swords were laid under their beds, but the punishment of their iniquity rested on their bones, though the terror of these heroes was once in the land of the living. But in the midst of the uncircumcised, you will be broken and lie with those slain by the sword. They're telling Egypt, like them, you've tortured people, but your time is coming. Edom, there is also Edom, its kings and all its princes, who for all their might are laid with those slain by the sword. They will lie with the uncircumcised and with those who go down to the pit. There also are the chiefs of the north, all of them, all the Sidonians, who in spite of their terror resulting from their might in shame went down with the slain. So they laid down uncircumcised with those slain by the sword and bore their disgrace with those who go down to the pit. These pharaohs, this pharaoh will see and he will be comforted with for all his hordes slain by the sword, even for and all his army, declares the Lord God. Though I instill the terror of him in the land of the living, yet he will be made to lie down among the uncircumcised along with those slain by the sword, even Pharaoh and all his hordes, declares the Lord. Even the mighty shall fall. And it doesn't matter how much it seems exalted that that empire was. Assyria fell. And the promise is there for Pharaoh as well, that you shall fall. As well as other nations that have given have been given Elam, Meshesh, and uh, Edom. All these compared, they fell. And even for Pharaoh, he's promised that he will fall. And he will be no more. Egypt, as great as it was from its history, a time has come and they shall rise no more. A time has come and Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, who is the man of the moment at the time, whom God is working through, by the way, to effect judgment upon nations, is coming to take over Egypt. And the time that Egypt has taken through people Time of trials, time of pain comes to an end. God promises life to you. God promises that days can change. God gives you a promise today 
that fortunes can change. I don't know what you feel your life is like right now. And you feel like all hope is gone. All hope is no more. You feel like your life is a mess, but God promises and says, I shall make things new. I shall change fortunes for you. I shall improve your life. I shall heal your life. Somebody who is out there and you seek, may God touch you and heal you in the name of Jesus. May God touch your body right now and set you free in the name of Jesus. Somebody who is out there and they've given you a few days to leave that space that you're renting out. God is saying, I shall transform your life. I'm going to bring hope afresh for you. May God come and touch you in the name of Jesus and restore hope for you and bring in income for you and bring in whatever you require and even get a miracle in your life that you did not expect. May it come your way in the name of Jesus. We serve a God that is able. We serve a God that is beyond. And that which you do not expect, God shall do. That which you do not hope for, God shall come out and fulfill in your life. Father, we thank you for this day. We pray for a blessing. We pray that mighty Father, you come out for us and help us. Those that have cried for long, may you come out, Lord, and answer their call. Because a day always comes where the waters that have been muddied are set to be still and afresh to be used. May somebody whose life has been muddied May somebody whose life has been messed up get a point of stillness that they can be able to walk again and enjoy it under your control, under your word, under your favor. We exalt you, give you glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.